Hello, and welcome to the Cultured Swine Podcast with Jared and Levi. We're back with you again on this beautiful, for us, Tuesday evening. Who knows what day it is when you're listening to this, but uh, we're back to talk to you about one of our favorite things. You guessed it, the Lord of the Rings. So, if you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know that it is one of our favorite things, and we are not breaking tradition anytime soon to stop talking about it. So, Jared has his original Sound for Musicians off, which is why you can only faintly hear the dulcimer in the background, but it is still present. Oh, there we go. It was beautimous. Beautimous. Oh, someone is calling me. Hold on. Oh, oh. Um. Is it so? Is it our first caller for the podcast? Y- no. Wanting to be featured? I so wish. <laughs> Alrighty. Yes, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. So tonight we're specifically talking about some of the differences between the theatrical cut and the extended editions. Yes. Now, um, no. before we started recording, Jared and I were discussing the um, s- some of the different views on which which version is superior. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jared, tell us, how do you feel about the extended version versus theatrical editions? So, um, I didn't have the extended editions for a really, really long time. Like, I was watching the theatrical stuff almost all the time and like never the extended cuts so i was never like uh the theatricals better but i was i didn't understand the whole hoopla about the extended cuts until Mm -hmm. i bought them and started watching them and now i'm like i'll never go back and so right yeah they're just they're good they're yeah especially if you're just a lord of the rings fan and you you just want more content Yep, especially if you want more content. But I don't even feel like it's that. Like, I was watching them, and I feel like Fellowship almost has a better pace than Hmm. in those, than in the theatrical. Because I always remember that, like, the end of the Fellowship feels a little bit like a marathon, because it's Moria, and then Lothlorien lasts, like, all of two seconds, and then they're running from the orcs. And then yeah. by that point, it feels like it takes forever for Boromir to die, and then it's over and stuff. Whereas yeah. with the extended cuts, it doesn't feel like that at all. Right. You get to to sort of soak in each of those locations and experiences a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that contrast with what I was saying, um, some people that I know, their opinions that the theatrical versions ha- have a more... Um, tight storyline and a better flow Mm -hmm. and specifically my younger brother's opinion but um just posh i know terrible terrible what a what a philistine yes what a what a philistine (laughs) yes yeah so we're going to be talking about what are some of the themes that come through a little stronger in the extended editions versus the the theatrical editions yep. and what what you kind of miss out if you're only 
watching the the theatrical versions. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I also like you though, Jared. I started out with just the theatrical ones, and I I didn't see the extended editions until I was in high school for sure. Oh my goodness gracious! I know, I know. I well, and. Know. People would talk about these scenes that I had never seen, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What the world?" Yep. Gandalf's staff doesn't break, which I don't love. That it, that is not great. It doesn't. It, well, yeah, it doesn't. But it does in the extended it edition. It does in the extended edition <laughs> movies, but which, anyways, I just brought up probably like the one thing in all the movies that actually kind of makes me a little bit mad. But yeah, but putting that aside. to be fair, that scene also, along with only one other one in Two Towers, mm-hmm. showcases the whole thing that you really feel in the book of Gandalf feeling like he has one single purpose for being on Middle Earth. Yeah. You know, and the Nazgul is like, oh, you're not going to do your purpose. You know, the world of men's going to fall and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. And that's really the only scene I feel like that makes that part of Gandalf's character really potent. It's not really yeah. felt except for when he says, and I wasn't back until my task is done. And that's like the only other time it's shown. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, so that, that is true. One. I didn't, there is theme one. Yes. So Gandalf's purpose. Gandalf's which purpose. I, I'm actually even trying to think in the books how much Gandalf talks about his purpose or if we more discover like the the inner workings of it from reading Tolkien's other writings I don't know um, I'm not sure yeah but anyways I appreciate that part about the extended editions yeah for sure yeah so um should we maybe just take it movie by movie yeah, let's and... take a movie by movie. Well, I don't know if it's if it's able to keep like. Okay, if we do scenes, we can go movie by movie. If we're doing themes, it might oh. cross movies. That's true. That's true. We'll just let it be organic because I okay. mean, why start planning now? That's right. Why start planning now? So one of my favorite scenes mm-hmm. in the Fellowship is there's this little talk where Bilbo takes Frodo aside uh-huh. in the party. Dude, you still mind? Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, like, their relationship is built out so much more in the extended Mm -hmm. editions. Like, that's probably one of the major cuts in the theatrical editions are, like, kind of like the complexities of Frodo and Bilbo's relationship. They're just not in the theatrical editions at all. Right. And the Saxfield Bagginses are way funnier Mm -hmm. in, in in the theatrical editions, too. Like, they're just amazing. Yeah, and you actually see them. In the, you actually see the them, that's right. And the, I don't think you... I mean, maybe you see them, but not in a way that you know it's them. No, you only hear them in the theatrics, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think those scenes also help to show the distinction between Bilbo and Frodo and the rest of the Hobbits. Yep. Because they were supposed to be kind of odd and different. Oh, yeah. For the Shire folk. Yeah. So, I really like that scene. What, yeah. about, what about you? Well, you stole the one I was going to go with. But, Sorry. Uh, how dare you? Um, I would say, off the top of my head, one of my favorite scenes in the extended edition 
is um, Galadriel giving the gifts oh, to the fellowship. Yeah. Yep. And that um, that was for some reason that scene always stood out to me when I was reading the books, mm. and um, and it's cool to have it there and the sort of special. Um, care she shows in, in Gimli's gift especially of and then it's like um, making peace between the races of elves and dwarves yeah and and then I mean this is just going more into the the nerd, nerddom of Middle yeah. Earth but the fact that she gives this dwarf three of her hairs when she wouldn't give was it oh, Feanor any of her hairs yep right yeah so I mean, that's not something you would just get from watching the films, but... Um, no, you wouldn't, but... But it's still fun to think about. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think it also makes, later on, when, um, when Merry and Pippin are captured by the orcs, yeah. and they, like, get the leaf and, like, drop it, mm-hmm. um, it, it makes that more meaningful, because you see when, like... Like it makes more sense that it was a gift to them, yep. the the cloaks and the things that she yep. she gives to each of them, and so it just it gives more um, depth to the objects that show oh, yeah. up, and why it's so important. Then when when the um, what are they called? What do they call themselves? The three hunters or whatever, Aragorn, yeah. Gimli, and Legolas. When they find these things along the way, mm-hmm. it's not just because it belonged to Merry and Pippin, but those objects have more significance. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. So I really like those, that scene too. And like, they couldn't really get rid of it totally. Cause you know, Frodo uses his gift and return yeah. of the King. So they had to, um, keep that part in, but that scene yeah. is also really, really cool. Yeah. I like that scene. Another scene I really like is, um, I've totally forgot about it until even I were watching it last night was uh-huh. um, Aragorn goes to like the statue of his mom in oh, Rivendell yeah. uh-huh. and you, you get that whole backstory about Aragorn because if mm-hmm. you've never seen the theatrical cuts or read the books, you have no idea that Elrond raised Aragorn. Mm-hmm. He's like his adopted father uh, and Aragorn grew up in Rivendell, you know, and so that's just yeah. a whole, it's like kind of a huge facet of his character. Right. Um, that you just totally don't get otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And um, yeah, that, that aspect of his character informs so much about why he is the way he is, I guess. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. That's cool. I honestly totally forgot about that scene until you said it. Yeah, I did too until I watched it last night mm-hmm. yeah as we're going through recently I've only watched the extended editions so now I'm trying to think like okay which scenes are, are, are not just in, in the it. extended yeah. And, yeah which are not in the, the theatricals um, I'm trying hmm. to think of Two Towers and Return of the King because I haven't watched them in a while and yeah. so I really don't other than the the whole like who won in their orc kill count in two towers right that's the only scene i remember that's deleted in the theatricals 
I um, I love in the two towers the um, tree beard scenes. A lot of those oh, were cut oh, it goes way so much down. farther. Yeah, because yeah. actually they drink the water in the extended yeah the entraft. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they, it's they do. getting taller and stuff. And totally, that's one of my favorite parts of the book. Yeah. It's like such a, like a weird magical part of the book. Yeah, and then you kind of forget about everything else that's going on. Right, I totally forgot. That's that is in the extended editions. That's right. Yeah, well, and I mean, this is going now into the book, but I I love how Tolkien doesn't shy away from Treebeard rambling on and on and on and speaking in long sentences yep. and you can hear how slowly he talks just by the way that Tolkien write, wrote it. Yeah. And um, he, he is was never overly concerned with making the audience have an easy experience. He wanted them to have the right experience. That's, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Good cookie phrase. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Very good phrase. Come back for the next episode. Come back for the next episode.